Welcome to the Suburbs. I'm Kim. I'm Juice. And, and this, this is, is Suburban Pod. Pod. We're just two bougie Negroes trying to figure out how to express our blackness in white spaces. Follow us on Twitter at Suburban Pod. And follow us on Instagram at Sub underscore Urban Pod. All right, enjoy. That shit is funny as fuck. What is if that you know anything about this Idris Elba eating hot wings. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> See, if you know anything about your chakras, your seven energies <laughs> that go from the base of your spine up to your pineal This nigga vein, was teaching class. Up to the um, cerebral then, brain. In the whole video, he says... Not do you understand, but do you understand? <laughs> and the water rays on this side, and the water rays on this side, he put the staff in the middle, oh which God. is the spine. And the kundalini energy is the pingala, the masculine energy, Ooh. and the ida, the feminine energy, the electrical energy that goes up the chakras to ignite the pineal chakras. Plant, which when Moses pineal. was at the top of the mountain, he spoke to a burning bush. bush. If you know anything about, about a burning bush, it's shaped like a burning bush. <laughs> It's the light receptor that interacts with the universe. Did he say deceptor? That that, 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 um, electricity comes down into. And you can talk to God through meditation. That's like when anybody ever asks us what we mean by hotel. That's the shit we mean. <laughs> Literally. He was like, I go to a school. I go to a school. I was like, okay. And he was like, a comedic school. I was like, oh, no. I know what that is. Uh-huh. Some bullshit. All oh, I'm lying on me. <laughs> Um, what do you want to talk about first? So we're going to talk about Nikki and Joe Budden. Yeah, we can start on that, actually. Great. Okay, so um, Joe Budden and Rory Maul went on Queen Radio Mm -hmm. uh, last week. And uh, (laughs) what took place there is one of the craziest and funniest things I've ever heard in my life. Like Nicki Minaj was on one, and that shit, people were saying it was annoying. I was like, that shit's sexy as hell. <laughs> but she was on one again on his show. Yeah. Oh, she t- that first like twenty minutes on uh his show, she was going in. And the fact that she was sitting there just like looking at her phone for a while, I was like, this bitch <laughs> does not give a damn child <laughs> about none of this shit here. But yeah, she pretty much called him out for quote-unquote lying on her mm-hmm. at different times and uh making up stories and uh adding to a narrative that made uh cardi versus nikki uh, pretty much happen mm-hmm. but at the same time she was also throwing shots at cardi the entire time on both of them. <laughs> like when she said the thing about the grammys she was like on the top 50 list i would feel bad if i had a grammy and I wasn't on anybody's list. I was like, Ooh. Yeah. I was like, Nikki. Quit being petty, boo. Ma'am, you taking any chance you get to just be, to add to the mess. Like, that's, that's my whole thing about this is like, she's adding to the mess. Like, she's not clearing anything up. Like, she wants to so-called, like, jump down Joe Budden's throat. But I'm just like, but girl, like, you're giving him shit to run with. You're giving him fuel. Right. <laughs> like, now the other funny thing is she rightfully did call Joe Button out when, when she was like, I don't think you're around strong women. Absolutely. That's why he, like, every relationship he enters into, he can't sustain it. Yeah. And he tried to make it seem like she was talking, I guess, he tried to make it seem like she was talking about, I guess, Remy. Because, you know, he does the show with Remy. Mm-hmm. And then she didn't take the bait. But, uh, yeah, she was like, they were go- like, she had some decent points, 
I do think she'd be extra as fuck and she'd be doing a lot of that shit for attention. That's what I was going to say. Like, I feel like she is trying so hard to build up some more relevance that she feels like she's losing. But if she does ever stop rapping and she just does this talking shit nonstop, like what Button does, she's way better than him. She could be a female Charlemagne. (laughs) Without a doubt. Because I actually think that she's more intelligent than... She is. She her intelligence doesn't come out though until her emotional uh expression can like when that New York calm down. When it calms down when the Queens calms down. (laughs) Um, but I had put on Twitter like I feel like the reason why they don't get along is because they're both the same person. Yeah. Um, they're very emotional, very loud and and um attention seeking. And then once they calm down from their emotions, they hear what the other person is saying. They're like, okay, okay, yeah, I agree. Yeah. Like, two two weeks ago, like, uh, when Joe Budden was talking about the Chance the Rapper thing, when he was saying, I feel like people want me to uh, kill myself. And he read it completely wrong. And Rory was like, I don't think he was saying that. He was just saying that people are putting negative energy out there. Mm-hmm. So he went on, like, a five-minute rant. And then eventually he was like, I see what Rory's saying. Like, bro, you just yelled at him for fucking five minutes, though. Like, that's how I felt watching uh, Nikki and him. I was like, you you keep turning up, but then like ten minutes later, you'll agree with him, and y'all'll be on the same yeah. page. So I'm just like, calm down with all this uh, quote unquote rah rah shit. Like, right. just <laughs> like after she calmed down and after she uh, called Rory out for his white privilege for no reason, I was like, Rory <laughs> didn't do anything. Thing here like sis you're just attacking everybody that agrees with joe more than you and then the funny thing was he was actually kind of agreeing with her more she just wanted to stunt on him and then he didn't take the bait he was just like okay i mean <laughs> like what am i gonna do? i'm gonna yell back at Nicki minaj like <laughs> she wanted to use something that she felt like other people would agree with her on but that's only you would only think that if you don't watch the show at all or listen to it because yeah. Rory is actually very well spoken very, on and very woke yeah in the right way <laughs> right and it's not it doesn't come across as fake right like both of the white dudes they have on that show both come across as genuine people who are trying to uh use their privilege for a good cause yeah and actually trying to learn <laughs> right and so like when she was trying to bait rory like he was just like shit ain't gonna work <laughs> like do you not know who i am like, i am not the enemy girl like you can you know paint me as such all you want to but people know who i am now the funniest shit was when queen radio was live and people on twitter were talking about it. they were like oh rory and ball or some uh they ain't real if i was joe i fired him from the show and then when like they did their show, they were explaining. And they were like, "We thought Joe was coming back. We <laughs> they were like, we didn't know that <laughs> this shit was going on." And so, pe- like, they were just reading the comments of people talking about them. Be like, "Yeah, they say we fake and all this shit." Like, people are so reactionary <laughs> that, I mean, that clearly was contrived. Yeah, like they did exchange. Mm-hmm. Now, once uh, Nikki calmed down on her. Now, that's what I do like about having a long platform, like their show, be like almost three hours. Mm-hmm. Even though she was there for like an hour and a half, eventually she calmed down and they got some really good interview from her. Like when she was discussing uh, rappers and like top 50 lists and things like that. And then when they also were talking about is Cash Money, Young Money, the greatest label of all yeah, time. Yeah. And I was like, you that's a very good point because you got the old school cash money shit and then you got all the young money shit and Lil Wayne was the best rapper out seriously for so long and then he got the great he came out when he was young and had a super long reign yeah and then he started young money and had Drake who was one of the greatest rappers of all time and Nicki who was one of the greatest rappers of all time as a three-headed monster like that shit is crazy but you i don't ever really think about it like damn that shit is right like he has what you could argue is the greatest female rapper of all time i don't believe that but you could definitely make that argument absolutely and the best rapper of the last 10 years yeah 
following behind one of the greatest rappers of all time. I just want to know, like, what what is it that's like triggering all of this unhappiness in Nikki? I think she, it just feels like she's on a roll with just being like the jealous bitch of the industry right now. I think part of it is she doesn't think that she's getting her just due, which you could kind of make an argument that that is. But I feel like also she she wasn't ready for just the natural cycle of this shit, that there's going to be somebody that's going to come after you. Right. I don't think she was ready for that. I think she's also trying to settle in her legend status because she's a legend. Yeah. But she's not the it girl anymore. Right. But just sit in your legendariness. Like, you've made your coins. You're still going to make your coins. You're still doing shit. But it's just like, all right, we were watching. Well, I was watching this, the Snoop Dogg Breakfast Club interview. A lot of people can't be like Snoop Dogg. Like, as far as, like, Snoop Dogg ain't got to prove nothing to nobody. And he realizes that. He does whatever the fuck he wants to do. A lot of people don't grow gracefully in uh, their careers. Mm-hmm. And Snoop is still getting on big songs and all this other stuff, but he ain't racing. Right. He ain't mad at nobody else. This. Right. And he's an OG and he's trying to uh, teach the young kids the way to do it and avoid stuff he did. Yeah. Nikki, it's going to take Nikki some time to get there. Because I don't think, like, first off, she's only, what, like two years older than us? Yeah. 30. No, I think she's 34 or 35. Well, shit, that's... Couple, yeah. yeah, two, three years older than that. We'll be 31 this year. That's crazy. She's also a Sagittarius. Yeah, and big Sagittarius. I think she'll be 35 this year. I don't know, but maybe her marriage will help her to, um, I don't know, become a little bit more in tune with herself and who she is right now at this point in her life. Cause, but at the same time, though, like with this kind of in this industry, you are. It, it is what you make it like if you want to be relevant because of your music then keep making fucking music like that's that's why beyonce is still relevant that's why we still talk about beyonce because beyonce is still working you know what i'm saying like right. if you want to be recognized for relevant work bitch work but <laughs> 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 put, put like do your tour you keep canceling all your shows and canceling these tours and yeah. you know what i'm saying like you haven't really put out an album that we feel I don't even, I don't feel like, I don't feel like she knows who she is as a rapper right now anymore because the albums that she's been putting out have been so like all over the place. I feel like the last two, she put out the pink, pink, pink print reloaded. And then that other one, um, where she's like in the jungle with her ass out or whatever. Yeah. Queen. Was that? I think it is queen. And then the last one was, I don't even know. Cause I didn't listen to it. I just wasn't interested. But she, on the cover, she's like, I think she has like the two, the Chun Li, the whole I'm Chun Li shit. Yeah. Um, I just feel like she, it's been all over the place on every single one of those albums. It's like, what are you like? Who are you anymore? What are you trying to get across as an artist? Yeah. Right now. And that's difficult for anybody, especially when you've been the, the female rapper of. Your generation. Yeah. I mean, it's just for artists in general, that's difficult. Yeah. Like, that's that's all that we were taught in college was you being an artist is all about, like, what you want to say. And you just have to make sure that you're conveying that clearly to people. Uh, this might be a segue. But even uh, when you look at somebody like Hove, who, until 444... I mean, American Gangster was a classic. But he had had a couple albums like, well, what, what is Jay-Z saying? Like, what is Jay-Z bringing? How is he bringing his emotional depth to these projects? Or is he just getting on here talking shit? He talks shit very well. But what <laughs> was he adding to this? And then 444 came out, and you're just like, Jesus Christ. Right, it was political as fuck. And we were like, oh, okay. And then, like, I was listening to that album a lot the other day. And... It also reminded me that it, it came out the day after my granddad's funeral. So we drove back from listening Mississippi to listening to that album. And it was my granddad's birthday. And I was like, yo, this is some wild ass shit. That's another reason I'm feeling weird. Hmm. But then also all the hove shit. 
with the NFL. How do you feel about that? Um, so I think I think it can be a good thing. Um I think I think so far Jay-Z has been doing a good job of inserting himself into the community to um make change for black people. And I feel like this could be the start of something that kind of turns the NFL around and how how players are handled and especially how black players are handled. And I know people are giving him a lot of bullshit because, you know, he said that <clears throat> he said that the NFL wasn't for us and we got to quit, you know, trying to be a part of shit that, that where we're unwanted. But I think the other, I think the main thing that drove people crazy is that we're beyond kneeling. Yeah. Which may not have been the best way to say it but i get what he's saying no that was i mean like the act of kneeling was a symbol to signal a movement right if the movement like what what are we protesting at this point are we just protesting that until colin kaepernick has a job then we're not watching the nfl or are we still actually talking about racism yeah what what is the goal and and then I was listening to another podcast and they were talking about it. They were like, Colin Kaepernick doesn't talk. So we don't know. But he, he, the only thing he said is he still wants to play football. People are projecting all this stuff on him because yeah. he doesn't talk, though. Right. So they're like, well, Jay-Z stabbed uh, Colin Kaepernick in the back. Yeah. Really? Yeah. I mean... Probably yes. No, I'm just <laughs> people are people are doing that though because they Colin Kaepernick was the face of this whole, um, I guess like Black Lives Matter movement within the NFL. So now, if anybody is ever trying to make moves on behalf of Black people in the NFL, they just assume that it's all it all has to do with Colin Kaepernick. But Colin Kaepernick hasn't taken a leadership role in that. It, now I know he. He gave up his career for it. I understand. I respect him for that. But he hasn't taken a leadership role in trying to uh, be on the forefront of anything. Right. right. If anything, Eric Reed has definitely been on the forefront more so. And he's actually spoken out. And he still is in the NFL and he is still kneeling. Yeah. So. And there's other players that have taken up that mantle. I can't remember the dude from the Dolphins. Right. Right offhand, but it's it's a tricky situation. <clears throat> but also, we got to get away from acting like uh, because somebody is a capitalist that we got to quit using capitalism as a slur for people we don't like. We're all fucking capitalists. Yeah, we are all out here trying to get money however we can in the easiest way possible. Everybody in your iTunes is a capitalist. <laughs> it's just you like them. <laughs> so when all right so the last couple last two years jay-z's done the khalif browder documentary the trayvon martin documentary uh he's literally bailed people out of jail without saying anything he's done all these amazing things that he's putting his money where his mouth is mm -hmm. but he does something in his own self-interest and people are acting like he's uncle tom Not because, like, I mean, it sounds weird, definitely because I am a Hove stan, and I stand by that. Uh, but I wish it was a, a better example that I could use of, like, to show the hypocrisy that people have with this. Yeah, people are just not ever going to be happy. Yeah. And now that things have become, like, we just have easier access to information there's just going to be way more commentary and opinion on every move that people make. And like my favorite Jay-Z quote, niggas want you to be miserable with them. That's what it comes down to. Now I will go at Jay-Z about uh, one thing, uh, you know, you read animal farm, right? Mm -hmm. In high school. So 
everybody mostly that's read Animal Farm knows that Animal Farm is a uh, it's more so based on the Russian Revolution and communism and about how communism uh, can corrupt everybody so you know at the end of Animal Farm when after the pigs have done all this fucked up shit and they've started walking on two legs Mm -hmm. they've been wearing men clothes and the animals look in the uh in the diner i mean looking at with them having dinner with the actual men and you couldn't tell the difference between the pigs and the men Mm kind of i mean you kind of get that feeling from jay-z at times he is a billionaire doing billionaire shit the reason he's gonna get along with them NFL dudes, cause he is one of them NFL he's dudes. One of them. Yeah. Now yeah. he can he can use his platform for good, but you don't get to a billionaire and climbing without doing some shit like that. Yeah. I'm not justifying it or anything, but that's how it is. Sometimes you can't tell the pig from the fucking white man. <laughs> Damn. But is is that though, is that a part of of is that just doing what you gotta do to get what you gotta get for your people type thing? Like it's not always gonna be an easy, clean journey to to be able to do what he's trying to do. That's how I feel. <clears throat> but also people give that benefit of the doubt to people they like so depending on how you may feel about jay-z and or beyonce it's gonna determine how you feel about those kind of moves but it's also a lot of niggas out here who don't like quote-unquote blue check twitter (laughs) or the uh black verified twitter yeah the black bourgeoisie (laughs) as our french brothers would say so um they're rallying against black capitalism and they're actually socialists and they think that the that best way for black people to move forward is socialism which I totally disagree with but I mean everybody's kind of different points of view I just think it gets stupid when it's just we're just yelling at each other yeah random shit and then like we can't even have a day where we talk about chicken on twitter <laughs> without niggas wanting to make think pieces about everything Ooh, y'all in this damn chicken Man, we are transitioning like a motherfucker right now. but look yo so first and foremost did you uh, eat the Popeye's chicken I still sandwich haven't yet. tried it. I've been seeing a lot of mixed reviews out here. Really? Yes, I've I've seen, and I really I feel like it. Um, it varies obviously depending on which restaurant you visit. But I've seen some people say that their sandwiches were so basic and there was nothing exciting about it at all. Some people got their sandwich on sweet bread. Some people got regular bread, like. So we're not, I don't feel like the consistency. <laughs> I think people like everybody on my Twitter has been just like. I told y'all niggas. I told y'all niggas. Y'all thought I was playing, but I told y'all niggas. Like yo, I was man. I saw everybody talking shit. Like they're like, all right, this sandwich is the bomb, and I was like, man, I forgot you gave me one. So I ate that shit. That first bite, I ate it. I looked at that shit like, <laughs> yo, this thing is dope as fuck. Like, it was every bit as good as everybody said uh, it was. And then I instantly was like, oh, I'm going to stand for this chicken. Like, and then it just got out of hand. And then, <laughs> but that was like, Monday was a legendary day on Twitter. <laughs> With all these chicken memes and stuff. So much. And I've still been seeing, like, black people are so fucking creative. Have you seen the one where it was, like, basically the chicken gangs? Like, it was it was the dudes who worked at Chick-fil-A. They were driving. And yeah. they, they basically did, like, a drive-by. Yeah. 
<laughs> it's too much. This dirty ass place. <laughs> pull up. What the fuck? <laughs> It's like, okay, I'm going to pull up. <laughs> that dude is so fucking funny, man. Like, uh, Supreme Dreams. Like, he also had that other Popeyes one where they were like, uh, what you want? What you want? <laughs> Yo, Popeye, somebody was like, man, the person at Popeyes just told me have a good day. Man, Chick-fil-A, y'all better watch out, bro. <laughs> they coming at y'all. Oh, my God. Like, it was so many funny like things going on, like just from naturally, and then the uh, the uh, Twitter profiles for Chick Fil A and Popeye start going at each other, and then that's when shit really got funny as fuck, because whoever runs the uh, Popeye's account was ready for that day. Bruh, these these uh Twitter chicken accounts, cause the Wendy's account be lit too. Yeah, Wendy's don't be playing. Uh these Twitter accounts of these restaurants are fucking gangster as hell. <laughs> like, uh Wendy's also dropped a mixtape that time. Th- didn't they? Didn't Burger <laughs> King too? I think uh I know Hamburger Helper did because it was Wash the Stove and that shit was dope <laughs> as fuck. I ain't even gonna lie. Like, I was listening to that shit like, yo, these niggas is in they bad. I'm so sick of niggas. <laughs> <laughs> but like, uh, yeah, so we were talking about oh so they start going back each other and then all these other random ass fucking uh, companies start trying to get, they one off and then uh, Bojangles made the mistake of oh. putting their uh chicken biscuit on there, oh. and that that uh chicken looked dry as hell. Oh. So Black Twitter started roasting them. Them niggas deleted the fucking tweet. Black Twitter Bojangles got their feelings hurt. <laughs> that's that's the episode title. <laughs> Bojangles got their feelings hurt. <laughs> They got bullied into deleting a tweet by Black Twitter. Oh my god! But that's crazy because the Bojangles biscuit is actually really fucking yeah, good, especially the good. if you get egg and cheese on that bitch in the morning. Oh, Ooh, yeah. it ain't nothing like a good ass chicken egg and cheese biscuit. I don't care. Yeah, that's the best fast food breakfast to me. Like y'all can talk about the pancakes and waffles at Waffle House. Give me a good chicken egg and cheese biscuit. Oh, and then the Bojangles chicken is always like kind of spicy, like it got a little kick to it. Mm. Now the funny thing was, people when Wendy's started going with their uh, chicken, people started trying to uh, they were like y'all, y'all ain't good like shit. Wendy's chicken sandwiches would be hit. <sighs> yeah, yes they do, especially the spicy. Again, I just love spicy chicken, which I still need to try the spicy chicken nuggets. Yeah, I haven't tried them since they came back out. Um. But yo, uh, Chick Fil A was out here wilding though, cause they were like uh, the original chicken sandwich with a blandness, and then everybody was like, "Ooh!" Like just like, <laughs> everybody was just going back at them, like treating them like they're squares, cause like that shit is just funny to think that Popeyes is making a move on happy ass fucking Chick Fil A, but. Yo, people are getting so serious about it. Man, oh my God. I have a fucking... I'm in the group me for my my fucking fantasy draft. These niggas is getting on my goddamn nerves. Oh my God. They text all fucking day. You better put that shit on mute. But I don't want to miss nothing. Like, Lex has been sending me shit every goddamn <laughs> I minute. I cannot handle that. And then I'm like, man, these niggas get on my fucking nerves. Like, I want to be in it, but shit. Mm-mm. Like, our draft ain't even till Labor Day. Is that still? Yes. Oh, my God. I got eight messages within, what, 10 minutes? Mm-mm. <laughs> Put your phone on Do Not Disturb and check that shit later. Put this shit on mute. Okay. But, yeah, and then, of course... Since everybody was having a good time on Twitter, taking a break from our shitty ass fucking lives, uh, uh, a fake woke Twitter wanted to get on. Be like, Look at these niggas out here talking about sandwiches and chicken. 
Like y'all niggas don't understand <laughs> what the distraction is that's going on here they and what's like, really happening in the if world. If you know anything about your chakras, <laughs> seven energies that go from the base of your spine up to your pineal gland, up to the um cerebrum brain. Like everybody want to be like, oh, so of course they gonna have y'all niggas out here talking about chicken, chicken right? <laughs> like, god damn, man. And then this is one lady. I didn't go at her for real because she looked like she was somebody's sweet mama and just a, a businesswoman. But she was like, I hope y'all are just, uh, excited to talk about who's going to uh, go against Donald Trump in the election. I'm like, man, ma'am, ma'am, please just let us talk about please. our chicken. <laughs> like, <laughs> get you some chicken too, sis. Right. Like, I don't know why. Like I don't know what it is about like chicken that just drives people fucking crazy. <laughs> like every time we want to start talking about some fucking chicken, niggas want to get in their fucking feelings. Either like I can't believe y'all out here talking about chicken in front of white people, and then other people be like, man, I fucking love chicken. Fuck you, nigga. Right, like, like why can't we just like the chicken, bro? <sighs> it brings people together, and then it divides us. And then, like, everybody wouldn't be embarrassed about talking about chicken. Man, chicken is fucking good. The chicken wars always be starting over some bullshit. Whoever would have thought that chicken would be a shit starter? I know. <laughs> like, you know those little yard birds that walk around that are delicious? That's where we are in America. Right. Just everything is triggering. <laughs> <laughs> We are mentally unwell over here. Like everything makes us mad. We are always on edge, bro. Like, like, how dare these niggas not like the same chicken sandwiches as me? Like, bro, it's hundreds of chicken sandwiches. Now the funniest shit was with some of those random restaurants that are like clearly like regional. When they say something, that people be like, "Who the fuck are you?" Like, uh, what was it, Fud Pucker or whatever? Oh yeah, like. Nigga, you're not even a franchise. <laughs> y'all in one state. <laughs> it is six of y'all in one state. Now Calm the funniest down. shit. I think you t- retweeted when uh, Zaxby's was talking shit, and then it was like, "Man, Zaxby's is trash." <laughs> we don't even like no. Zaxby's. We just go because it's close to the house. <laughs> like it's. I mean, Zaxby's is not like my go-to on anything. Mm-mm, not for chicken. Have you ever had uh, raisin canes? Mm-mm. I know they're in Louisiana, and I think they're in like Texas and a couple other places. Now I love raising canes. Their chicken tenders are better than Zaxby's to me, and their uh, cane sauce is hit. Who got good chicken out here? Um, I mean Zaxby's does have pretty good chicken sandwiches. Zaxby's has fallen off in the last couple years to me. Like I went a long time ago, actually, and consistently. The fries were unseasoned. And I'm like, y'all are known for seasoned fries the way that, that Arby's is, the way that Checkers is. Like, Get y'all shit we come to y'all for the chicken, the toast, and the seasoned fries. Like, that is y'all's best seller. How are y'all giving me these naked-ass fries with nothing on them? <laughs> it's like, my meal just not even, it just don't even feel like Zaxby's at this point. Right. It feels like an imposter <laughs> Like what did y'all just go and fry these shits up From a Walmart bag Like <laughs> these are not y'all's fries <laughs> These are great value fries ma'am <laughs> Y'all ain't got no Lowry's <laughs> <laughs> What's going on So yeah I don't know Zaxby's isn't bad but it's not It used to jump Yeah I think It used to jump Now like I've said on other Our other food podcasts <laughs> <laughs> That the uh, the salads be the salads be hitting <laughs> the little uh, the sliders are good too though yeah they are but um, <laughs> who else has a really good chicken sandwich um not Burger King no but even though this is off topic I guess kind of I did have the Impossible uh, Whopper did you. Yeah. It was good? Yeah. Hmm. It was like, I was there. I was like, I don't know if I want to try this <laughs> I shit. I forgot that they even had that. I haven't been to Burger King in a while. Like, and if you don't know what the Impossible uh, Whopper is, it's, it's uh, plant-based meat that's, but somehow tastes like meat because mm-hmm. they've 
I was listening to an NPR thing, which I know sounds really nerdy, <laughs> and they were talking about Impossible Meat and how they do it, and I was like, I don't know if I could eat that. And then so I was sitting at the drive-thru, I was like, am I going to eat this shit? <laughs> so I was like, let me get it. So I got it. As soon as I got it, like, and I was driving off, I was like, it doesn't smell. Hmm. Like, it's, it smelled, but it didn't smell. Like, you know that, that the, like a dead animal yeah. smell? <laughs> it's like, oh, that's definitely flesh. <laughs> that, that grilled blood smell? <laughs> like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, a lot of companies have really, like, broken down the science of making meat-like textures out of things that are not meat. <clears throat> but it was actually good. I was nervous, but yeah. I wonder what the base is. Is it like mushroom and beans? And- I I can't remember. And I like, but like it did. Like when I got it and I opened it, I was like, I don't know what I was expecting. It's like I I picked it up, I turned it, and I looked at it. I was like, <laughs> you had to examine it, and I was like, I don't, know. bro. I'm gonna be mad if this shit tastes like shit. Like, but no, nah, that shit was good. Now I also got to change in my diet because I've literally been just talking about fast food for like twenty minutes. <laughs> but yeah, it was it wasn't bad. A lot of the, so there's so much thing like I don't know. I guess questions I have about like all these new dietary views and like how <clears throat> we're being encouraged to stop eating meat and you know go more plant based and there's just so many arguments on both sides. Like it's really hard for me to believe like what's good and what's bad nowadays. Like even though a package may say like organic and vegan and blah, blah, blah. I'm still just like, okay, but what else is in it? You know what I'm saying? Like we, is is it going to be another one of those things where like two years down the road, they're going to be like, Oh, scientists show that vegan patties are yeah. Like linked to autism or, you know, like that, that's that was part of the reason I was nervous about eating it. I was like, I literally drink alcohol every day. <laughs> <laughs> what could be worse, right? I I smoked cigarettes for ten years, like, and now I'm like, you know, this shit. This ain't got no actual meat in it. I don't know if I could fucking do that shit. Yeah, and then I was like, fuck it, YOLO. Like I do everything else in my life. <laughs> We had a vegan patty when I worked at uh, Burger Five, which is a really, really dope burger joint. Um, but it was mostly cheese. Like, that's another thing about. Was that well, vegan? it wasn't not vegan. It was vegetarian. My bad. Um, that's one thing about like people who transition into vegetarianism or veganism. I feel like the first thing they do is they cut out meat, but they replace it with a bunch of like cheese and bread and like potatoes yeah but when when i tell you this burger was literally <laughs> it had like parmesan cheese mozzarella swiss fontina um just a bunch of different cheeses like six different cheeses in it and it was fried <laughs> so i'm just like <laughs> y'all keep trying to paint a picture of like things being and it was one of our i want to say it might have been one of the highest calorie burgers we had or the highest calorie (laughs) um but i'm just like we keep painting the picture of like vegetables being healthy but then you pair them with all this other stuff and it's like what is really actually okay so i looked it up the impossible burger let me see Okay, it said <clears throat> mostly soy protein, potato protein, coconut oil, sunflower oil, and herny. I have no idea what the fuck that is. Me neither. It's delicious, though. I do know that. <laughs> but you know how Charlemagne had Dr. Sebi's um, like nephews and or grandkids or somebody on the show the, the other day. And they were saying how we don't really even need protein. And I was like, and and th- this is why I question like a lot of these new like nutrition um, 
changes in fads because <clears throat> their basis for that was, you know, animals and, and like the biggest animals in, in forests and shit were able to survive on, you know, plants. Right. Like gorillas don't eat protein, even though protein is in some plants. Yeah. But they're just like, you know, gorillas don't necessarily eat protein or meat like that. And they're, you know, super strong, yada, yada. I'm like, but we don't have the same DNA. Like, yes, we're both primates, but we are not gorillas. Like, <laughs> I am not a monkey. <laughs> we, our blood, like, we don't have the same blood that is going to predispose us to be these super big, strong, healthy creatures right. without we're not 400 things. pound animals yeah like <laughs> i'm not just gonna be strong off of some lettuce <laughs> <a> silverback <laughs> <laughs> oh my god like <laughs> so i don't know i just i just don't be knowing what to believe r.i.p harabe <laughs> but man i don't I saw they had the breakfast. They were on the breakfast. Like, I ain't watching that hotel shit. Yeah, they they're just all about no. Like, get you some of this, and I'm just like, it's really cool that y'all are teaching about these ways to sustain your bodies, you know, naturally and holistically. But at the same time, like, not all of us have access to this stuff because right. the stuff that they're talking about are all these super expensive supplements and powders and. It's like everybody don't have fifty dollars to spend on one tub of some fucking whatever they were talking about seed grass seeds moss or some shit like can't nobody it, everybody ain't out here able to just be like that right like we have people who who are living in <clears throat> actual food deserts and you talking about yeah you shouldn't eat McDonald's well they might not be able to eat that day that's all we got <laughs> now is it on purpose that they do that yeah. But but it's not the person. It's not the consumer's fault, right? You can't blame the victim, right? So yeah, I don't know. I just I just don't know what to believe. They're just like yeah, and you know if you're taking protein, stop doing that. If you're taking you know all that pre workout, like stop doing that. I'm like, but I hate when people <laughs> act like uh, definitive. Uh, they're the definitive uh, that they're the go to person on overall health, right? Like, everybody has lanes. Stay in your lane. (laughs) Stay in your lane. And then what y'all are talking about is, like, y'all are promoting supplements. There still has to be a certain diet that goes behind (laughs) this. So, you know, like, it's only so much nutrition you're actually selling us anyway. Right. And more or less, you're selling us a dream also. (sighs) A dollar and a dream. Um, so we're actually flowing through this pretty good. Um, so we had discussed that uh, doppelganger. Oh, yeah. Um, so I was on Twitter the other day mm-hmm. and I saw a young lady who looked just like the young lady who's across the table from me <laughs> and I was like shit I send this to her cause I hate when people say I look like somebody and then you see the person be like I don't know what? I don't know <laughs> bitch where <laughs> and so I sent it to her and she's like yeah I can see that <laughs> like it was mainly because she had on like lip gloss and makeup <laughs> That, but no, it was, it was. I I can see it, like the bone structure, her jawline. <laughs> like I'm I'm look, I'm looking at her. I'm looking at her, and I can like if we were sitting next to each other, some people would probably ask if we were cousins or something. Yeah. So yeah. So it made me start thinking, cause, and also um, Elizabeth Warren was, I believe, in Minnesota, and she met a lady who was her doppelganger. And when they showed the picture, I was like, I literally can't tell <laughs> who is who. Like, and then like everybody else was trying to figure out which one was which. Let's see. If you oh, can. is this like a long lost twin? Like they look just alike.
But the doppelganger, I always people always say I look like it's Sean Kingston, and no, that really drives me crazy. That is a lie. Oh my god. Okay, but I can still tell this is Elizabeth Warren. But damn, they have the same hair color, haircut, <laughs> type of glasses. Dang, that's crazy. That's crazy. And then I thought about when, because uh, <clears throat> you know, SNL when uh, Larry David, who created Curb Your Enthusiasm and Seinfeld. I love Curb Your Enthusiasm. He, uh, when he was on uh, SNL playing Bernie, and then they did his DNA test. And he's actually cousins with Bernie Sanders. Oh, is he? He's third cousins. Shut up. That's crazy. Yeah. <laughs> like, and then they did Bernie Sanders and his, and they did their uh, family history. And they were like, turn the next page and see one of your favorite cousins. And they both just bust out <laughs> laughing. <laughs> That's crazy. But uh, because he created Seinfeld, I started thinking about one of my favorite Seinfeld episodes, which is... The one where they talk about Bizarro World. Mm-hmm. Like, uh, this is going to be super nerdy. Um, <laughs> in uh, DC Comics, they have uh, like a Bizarro World, which is where it's the opposites. So, Superman may not fly. He may drive a car. Like, sh- like everything is the opposite of what it is. So, in this Seinfeld episode, Elaine meets a guy who acts just like Jerry. But they end up being friends. And if you watch Seinfeld, you know Elaine used to date Jerry. Mm-hmm. And then they became friends. Mm-hmm. So after they become friends, he, he introduces her to his friends. And they're just like George and Kramer. <laughs> except for they're the complete opposites of them. So like while uh, uh, George and like Kramer and Jerry are all selfish and like pretty much just idiots and mean to each other these guys are really like well read and thoughtful (laughs) and like she eventually starts to like hanging out with them better than uh hanging out with her original friends and i was just thinking oh because you said that you you have a uh clone in huntsville also yeah because apparently there's a girl who has like the exact same car as me like same detailing because my like i have a red mustang but i mine is it's got some personalized details on it like i have black rims um black side view mirrors like i have black accents on mine right so mine isn't just uh an original red mustang with all the original packaging on it so for somebody to have my exact same car, I'm like, nah, like y'all gotta show me this girl when y'all see her. Cause Terrell has said he's seen her. My sister has said that she's seen her. And I'm just like, who is this woman? Who's that girl? Yo, if I ever see Bizarro, uh, Kim, I'm, I'm hollering. <laughs> like maybe all the shit that didn't work out with real life Kim, Bizarro Kim, it shit might work out. I'm just just so you know. So if you see somebody that look like her, but it ain't her, that's Bizarro Kim. <laughs> like all of them lying on me. <laughs> Where is it? Shit. I'm not asking what the f- you think about it. I don't give a f- about your views. Clearly, your ideology is off. I'm not asking you. I'm telling you. <laughs> but yeah. Uh, yeah. It was something else I was going to say about it. But yeah. The idea that... I apparently have a doppelganger around here, too. Like, they went to a and I haven't seen them. You ain't going to find another person like me. You'll never find... <laughs> 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 but, <laughs> um, Shit. It was something else I was going to about the doppelganger thing. Elizabeth Warren. I guess I just breezed through it. Oh. Uh, you want to get depressed now? No, I just <laughs> Not really. Kind of already there. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like an Avengers where Hulk is like, secret is I'm always angry. Secret is I'm always depressed. <laughs> <laughs> um, Did you read any of this? 14 i mean the 1619 
thing through New York Times. Mm-mm. Is it about the 400 years of slavery? Yeah, because apparently the unofficial date is was yesterday. Yeah. I heard about it, but I didn't actually. Like, I started reading it. It's like 100 pages, so I haven't read it all. But, yeah, when I was reading it, I was like, yeah, these people about to be angry. <laughs> and I was just thinking, because people don't know the history of this country. And I was talking to somebody on Twitter a couple weeks ago, and they were like, do you really think that this country was founded on white supremacy and racism? I'm like, yeah. <laughs> and people get mind blown at that. They're like, but how can you say that? Like, because. People get so mad about that. But our economy was literally based on our ancestors. Like most of these uh, insurance companies and stuff started by insurance slaves. Yep. Like when you get down to it. Putting their money on the bodies of black people that they knew were not going to be around for long. Yeah. <laughs> like whole economies are based on that. The industrial revolution, which started with the cotton gin, only makes sense because of slavery. Because you have free labor to pick the cotton. There are families that are still making money off, off of, of that. that. Yeah. But when you say that people like get all like so you're saying that we were just that we've always been racist and we're gonna be racist for forever? Yeah. Yeah, if we don't <laughs> if we don't fucking address it, that's why yeah. I like reparations is such a big conversation because that's part of addressing the whole shit. Like <laughs> right. there was a uh, there was a white lady who had tweeted on uh it came up on my timeline, I, I couldn't save it or whatever. Uh she was like white people um, are victims to us not knowing our own history. Like white, she was talking about white people not knowing white people's own history. Mm-hmm. So therefore, when you say something like "Yeah, America was founded on racism," they, they get defensive. Yeah, but because they don't know little things that we know because we're the. They only see themselves for who they are right now in today's right. world, but. The fucked up thing about that is, yeah, they're still racist. So it's plenty of racist white people. Right. You don't have so to go far like, to, like, we all know, like, we know racist white people. White people know racist white people. Everybody knows a racist white person. Right. Everybody. Like, it's right. almost it's almost like six degrees of separation, but way less than six right. degrees. One degree. <laughs> Half a degree of separation. <laughs> Three fifths a degree. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Man, that's a motherfucking <laughs> bar, nigga. You know nothing about that. But, yeah, like, the only reason we're sitting in this room is because of slavery. Like, I, I try not to think about that, but usually you're like, yeah. Yeah. That That's just fucking crazy. And, yeah. and the reason, that, like, the reason why a lot of us have the last names that we have because of slavery <laughs> How, like, no one of african descent is last name johnson right <laughs> like there's nobody from in africa named woods <laughs> like that is a, clearly a name from europe why is it a name from europe because that's where white people because <laughs> some shit happened in transition like now in uh in the 1619 project they go in depth about a lot of things and they talk about how slavery affects things that are going on today and of course i've seen a lot of like conservative uh people well not a lot of conservative people because some some conservatives be like yo they'll admit but there's always those reactionary people who they know the truth but they're just trying to make it for these dumb motherfuckers to be Mm -hmm. like see they they know. And I think that's more sinister than uh, just flat out ignorance if you don't know something. If you know what's going on and you purposely try to uh, change the narrative to fit your own gain, that's evil. Yeah. But it's like when you can think of the scope of slavery and just how fucked up slavery is, you'll understand it. And then when people be like, so you think 
uh, the Declaration of Independence doesn't mean nothing. No, motherfucker, it doesn't mean shit because everybody wasn't free. For one, it's just, it's old as fuck. Like, right. damn. And then, plus the Declaration of Independence, it's not, a, I mean, it's a founding document, but it's not, the Constitution matters way more than Declaration of Independence because you're writing uh, all men are created equal when you literally <laughs> are holding people hostage. Yeah, y'all don't even be wanting to 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 give credit to old people but you want to give credit to this old ass document like you don't even want right. <laughs> like and i'm so this is where i'm at i'm so tired of all these people anytime we want to take down a fucking statue and they're like why will we know our history <laughs> and then when we tell the history why are you trying to make america look bad sir these are facts right like i'm not trying to make america look bad america does look bad america is shit but it's our shit right right and that's the other thing it's the duality of being like would i probably rather live anywhere else no but i mean because this is all we've known this is our land too yeah of course we're american we here now right so that's why when y'all tell us to uh, go back to where we came from, like, nah, nigga, we from here. <laughs> you mean down the street, my nigga? You mean Mississippi? <laughs> you mean I hop and a skip over to Louisiana? <laughs> the fuck? Like, I'm assuming you mean South Carolina. <laughs> uh, but, like, if you really just look at things, <laughs> slavery is all around us. Like the effects of slavery all around us, and then people want to be like, "Y'all just make everything about race." No, but everything is about race. No, America made everything about race. Right. America only worked the way it did because you disenfranchised other people who were not white and who were not men. If you don't understand that fundamental element about America, do you know your history? Are you my mother? <laughs> <laughs> Shout out to PD Eastman. <laughs> Not Shell Silverstein. <laughs> or Dr. Seuss. Okay. Um, oh we can talk I can talk about the women in music thing well yeah. I only went one night but so what was the uh, women in music uh, thing so the women in music was put on by DHI I don't know what the acronym stands for sorry but basically um, they just hosted a bunch of uh, Huntsville's singers and songwriters and instrumentalists and they had different events and activities um throughout the weekend starting on thursday the kickoff was at sidetrack and i was there um our good homegirl tara from quantiphonics was there she had a she, uh, her voice she is just fucking amazing um that video you had i felt love i was like man like it was it was really lit um and then there was one like songwriter showcase that they had. They had a lot of the events at Campus 805 um, Friday night, I think was the actual songwriter showcase. And then just like a bunch of different like music events around the city, like in the park and at 805 and at some of the other like bars and breweries or whatever. So it was cool to just kind of see Huntsville trying to put together this feminine um situation it really just felt like a, a just an all women's jam session which was pretty dope uh, my only criticism was i wonder if they extended their invitations to the black artists around the city because we do have a lot of black women artists here yeah that i feel like don't really get to participate in these events um of course Allie Free was a part of one of the events. I saw a picture of her on Instagram one night, but Victoria Jones was one of them. Victoria Jones um was another young lady, I can't remember her name. I don't know if Carmessa from Element 21 was 
a part of anything, but I feel like I may have seen her picture somewhere. Element 21 also did the block party. The uh, the back to school thing? It was at uh, Low Mill. Okay. It was like uh, T-Mill show. Um, and let me tell you something, podcast. They, they did stuff with them. Element 21. Element is it 21 yeah yeah they were uh the headliners there so that was going on saturday also so i think that was also the same time that was going on but it's a lot of stuff going around the city um shout out to uh no huntsville for their uh they i guess started a podcast network oh yeah so they have multiple shows coming out, and that shit, that's, that's dope. Um, but yeah, yeah, it was cool though. Um, it's definitely, it was a different experience. It it just really feels like Huntsville is progressing. We're starting to work together also, mm-hmm. and connect, and uh, only good can come from that. But we're just gonna have to cross some uh boundaries uh and work together mm-hmm. um <laughs> <laughs> what i'd be wondering if like man we might need to calm down on some of our shit why that like it's just like i'd be listening to some of our old shit like god damn we're going in <laughs> <laughs> like but it is what it is like we have this like pristine image outside and they're like we just like what the fuck is this shit <laughs> <laughs> shit we people right but uh yeah I like the way things are progressing I, the other thing is when we did um the fact that our schedules changed it really freaked me out and I, it made me realize that this is the only thing I care about this is your baby yeah. And it's a piece of my sanity. <laughs> mm-hmm. And when that's threatened, and when I get to see you and hang out with you. It has felt like such a long time, but we're just really two days off from I know. Home. Like, I want some kill. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I was just like, damn, man, I got to work. I got to work this day. Sorry. Yeah. We'll figure it out. I've been busting my ass. Man, it's just for the bird. I'm thinking about going five days. So sick. Fuck it. Anyway. Anyway, let me okay, let me start practicing this little thing that she sent me. I might just be able to read right off the thing and not have it feel like I'm reading off. Okay, Huntsville. There is an event that we have been asked to promote. Uh it is going to be put on by the AUSA and City of Madison. Um, it is the USA Patriots America's amputee softball team event. Um, so basically it's a collective of, um, veterans who have lost their limbs in combat that are coming together to play a softball game. Um, so it's going to be happening on September the 28th. Um, the first game is going to be at Madison Academy and that is at 10 AM. The second game will be at redstone arsenal at 12 30 p.m um madison academy is located at 325 slaughter road madison alabama 35758 the admission is free there will be food trucks inflatables games and live music between games so um that's a cool event it's a non-profit if you have any questions about it and you would like to attend uh, you can hit up my girl, Pretty Little Lifter, on Instagram. That is P-R-E-T-T-Y-L-I-T-T-L-E underscore lifter. She can answer all of your questions. So, yeah, I think that's a cool uh, thing to put together for veterans. Make them feel like they're not even make them feel, but just give people an opportunity to do regular shit, like recognize them for their service and have a good time yeah and sounds like a good cause so always support um also shout out to nicole who uh we grew up with 
Yeah. And she seems to be living her best life right now. She is living her best life out here. So that's what's up. Another um, another uh fitness sister. Buckhorn gang gang. <laughs> uh did you also see a we had gotten a one about the Rocket City Microthon? No. Was that to our inbox? I be like, it was through the website and it went to our Gmail. Cause yeah, oh. you can leave contacts on the website and it'll get to us. You can leave us messages and all those type of cool things. I don't ever check our Gmail. <laughs> <laughs> wow. <laughs> I think I just really be so lazy about logging in and out of different accounts. Like once mine is set to mine, I'm like, this is it. What did you say next? <laughs> This is it. Okay, so uh, from a lady named Miss Vicky, uh, the Rocket City Microthon is a point one two k run across Butler Green at Campus Eight Hundred Five, uh, September the twenty second from two to four. The charity is Mary Mac Hall and the Arts Program. They provide for special needs people. Uh, I need you to respond to that. Well, okay. we just plugged them, but <laughs> uh, <laughs> but yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna get more information on that, and then I will get back to y'all next week. On that seems like another worthwhile thing. I wish we had done the, the five points party, but I didn't have no money to <laughs> get us out here, out here. Yeah. If y'all would like to buy shirts, so <laughs> we could we could really get some money out here to Please uh, buy shirts, buy merch. We're gonna have some cool ones coming out soon, though. Speaking of which, um, oh uh-oh, shit! Uh oh, uh oh, uh oh. Were we dropping expensive things? <laughs> Speaking of which, I got my Who's Kim shirt, <laughs> and. Because I'm Kim's number one fan. <laughs> and this actually looks really dope. Uh, so it's going to look really dope. I'm about to record it. Hi, I'm Juice. <laughs> Hold it up, son. I'm Kim's number one fan. <laughs> and you could be Kim's number one fan also. If you just go to our Tee Public website and buy this shirt. Turn up. <laughs> so, yeah. Um. Those are going to look really good with crew necks and hoodies. Hint, hint. Oh, the fall is on the way. Well, yeah. shit, I don't know the way this weather been. We yeah. might not see a fall this year. The fall broke up with us. Ooh, my nigga, every day I get in my car, I just be like, this can't be fucking life. No. <laughs> it's got to be more. More to us. <laughs> So thank you guys for tuning in today to Suburban Pod. If you would like to follow me on Twitter, you can find me at Kirby Brown Girl. And you can find me at a kid named Juice. Some of our music today was provided by our good friend Corey Battle. You can follow him on SoundCloud at DJC Battle. New episodes available every Thursday.